0: Moses came down from the hill Holding the rules in his hand Looked all around, suddenly found No one was listening, now it's time to throw down So throw down Throw down Well throw down Throw down Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Near Radio posted at BudMunchChips.com. BudMunch chips sit on your Button Munch. Also found in the iTunes Music Store. Uh, you can do a podcast search or something like that. Near Fall Radio, uh, that is the name of it this fine podcast. My name is Landon and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will, coming like a WCW Nitro event out of the MGM Hollywood Studios. His name is Justin Kritzinger. Justin.
1: Oh, man. This? I wish I had some cheesy 80s music playing behind me right now. And <laughs> I wish I could amp up a crowd of more than 50 people because I don't think they could fit <laughs> very many people in that studio, but that was a golden age of wrestling when they were actually creating a product on the property of walt disney world does it get much better than that
0: i say no yeah there were uh, there were multiple uh, wcw shows produced on the uh, walt disney yeah. property of course every now and then there was the uh, occasional wcw monday nitro episode but okay. wcw saturday night was produced in a sound studio yeah. on mgm hollywood studio yeah. and uh yeah, and the reason you're coming, uh, you're coming straight out of Orlando like you're a uh, old school Nitro episode. You just got back from vacay, baby, and that's yeah. also why we're kind of, uh, kind of a little late. But you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna kayfabe that, say we planned it because we're gonna line it up for Summerslam.
1: Let's say way. I was on some sort of a temporary suspension for um, attacking someone outside of the podcasting studio.
0: Yeah, you uh, laid hands on the commissioner of podcasting, which resulted in a suspension, and you were also heading down to Florida to scout out NXT. Yeah, there we go.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, but, okay, but it's cool. good to be back from vacation. I had a, a wonderful time with the family, but I am oiled up. I'm, I'm thoroughly oily and ready to go.
0: Well, sweet. I'm glad you're properly oiled up. Let's uh, strap on our fanny packs and get to it. Uh, of course, here on Nearfall Radio, uh, you can go anywhere in the, on the internet to find what actually happens inside the ring. We like to look at what's happening outside of the ring, but at the top of the show, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about. We finally get the dream match that everybody's been clamoring for—a matchup we've never ever 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 seen before uh Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns you guys (sighs) finally finally
1: SummerSlam I couldn't get here soon enough and I say that seriously because I really hope that this is going to be the ultimate final matchup that will resolve this story I mean I don't I don't know that it will be but but that's my hope and at this point you know I know this is an opinion that's out there, and, and I'm jumping on with it. I I really hope they go ahead and let Roman take the title. Uh, I hope that that wraps it up. I don't know what they'll do with Brock Lesnar. Um, but, you know, we were kind of talking before we got into it, and I've told you before that Brock Lesnar for me is, eh, he's fine. I haven't really been that excited to see him. But recently, it started to get a little more interesting, and that's what that was your opinion. I agree with you.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's crazy what happens when somebody actually shows up <laughs> on television. You're actually interested in him, but no, even <clears throat> excuse me, past that, for uh, leading up to this, everybody was so just apathetic and kind of meh, or just like I want him gone towards Brock Lesnar. But ever since he's been brought back into the orbit of raw the wwe universe roman reigns the main event scene whatever you want to call it ever since he's been brought back into orbit and he's actually shown up on monday night raw like this is the most interesting uh brock lesnar's been in over a year like he i'm more invested in this brock lesnar than i was at any point in his lead up to uh his uh Greatest Royal Rumble match with Roman Reigns, his WrestleMania matchup with Roman Reigns, his WrestleMania matchup with Goldberg last year. I mean, like, I would probably have to go back to uh, probably the SummerSlam, probably Great Balls of Fire era last summer when he was feuding with Samoa Joe, and then uh, the the big five man schmas at SummerSlam. But like, like this is this is the most interesting Brock Lesnar has been in a year, and it's kind of funny because everybody had, had just been so. I'm done with Brock Lesnar and 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 it's interesting that you seem to be on my side uh at least in this instance when it comes to Brock Lesnar as somebody who doesn't necessarily like yeah he's he's okay I like like I'm not I'm not in love with him but but even even you you're like okay I'm in yeah
1: it's a little better I I feel like it's a little more intriguing and um I think they're playing to his strengths with it which is basically just you know go out there grab somebody by the throat and just release the profanity um
0: <laughs> yeah release the beast <laughs> eat sleep uh, conquer repeat which i mean uh we'll we'll get to the uh the man that spouts that catchphrase quite often paul Heyman. here yeah. in a second believe yeah
1: me. Um, but uh, and and i think too we all kind of assume i don't want to speak for the collective wwe fan base but i'm gonna do it anyway. Um, yeah do it you have a podcast yeah, so i it. will so this is representing the opinion of the wwe universe my friends and that is lock it in <laughs> that is <laughs> that um we all kind of assume that the way this was going to go we would eventually have roman reigns take the title and that would be brock lesnar's exit to go back to the ufc and really kind of be done in the wwe at least for a while um I don't know that that's the case now. I'm, I'm kind of questioning that because I, I kind of feel that maybe they're kind of building something else up, but I, I don't know. Um, I think you could you could read into some of the things that have happened recently in a, in a couple of different ways, um, but I, now I almost feel like if, if they're going to have some kind of intriguing story with Brock and he's going to be fun to watch, well, maybe I don't want him to go so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's funny you say that you don't want him to go so bad and you're and you're talking about how you would think logistically they're leading to SummerSlam where Roman finally gets over, he gets to conquer the beast, he gets to stand tall. <clears throat> excuse me. Gets to stand tall with the title. But uh kind of a new caveat has come out uh here recently, No Holds Barred podcast. Uh they're reporting that Brock Lesnar met with Vince McMahon prior to Raw last week, and get this, said he wants to work the UFC and the WWE. Yeah,
1: and I was kind of leading to that, uh, because I think that that is is very interesting, Um, but then at the same time...
0: To say the very
1: least. But at the same time, I would say, well, of course he wants the best of both worlds. Now, the question is, is Vince going to be okay with that? Um I, and, and it's hard to say. I mean, I guess it, it depends on how much value they think Brock brings to the table. Um, if they feel like his his name and his persona brings enough interest that it's going to give them value to share him, then then maybe they can work that out. But um, I don't know. I, you know, it kind of gets back to the days. And, and I want to talk about, I just recently finished watching, finally, the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO uh, and oh, yeah. it's really good. If you haven't seen it, I really recommend you go watch that. But it almost kind of reminds me of the days when there were, you know, wrestling was more regional and uh, superstars would move between regions. And, um, it, you know, they'd kind of play a region for a while, go, go, uh, you know, eat up all the the fan base for, you know, and and, sh- and be in the spotlight for a little while. And then if it seemed like they were cool enough, they might go somewhere else for a little while and then come back. So. It almost feels a little bit like that with Brock Lesnar, like, well, you know, sure, he can go do his UFC thing, and then we'll bring him back over here when the fans, you know, as soon as the fans start clamoring for him to be back. It's like the McRib. You bring, you you don't (laughs) want it all the time because people get tired of it, but occasionally you bring that thing back, and man, you're going to wrap that line around McDonald's several times.
0: So what you're saying, Brock Lesnar is the shamrock shaker? Oh, yeah, there
1: you go. That's a good one. (laughs)
0: No, like, I love the analogy you just broke out, like, and I didn't even make this connection. If Brock was to straddle the line of UFC and WWE, it would be the closest thing we have to the old school territories. Like, like you mentioned, back in the day, the big stars would work, you know, mid-south. Then they would be there for a couple months. Uh, they would they would run some hot angles. And then when their heat was starting to wane, they would move over to Memphis and go work with Jerry Lawler. And then they'd move uh, up north to go work with uh, Vince Sr. And it's like, that's a really great analogy. And I never even put that, uh, never even made that uh, connection. And, and you ask the question, would it be worth it uh, to Vince for him to share his champion with the UFC? A thousand percent, I think it would be worth it because you know in Vince's mind, if if on some Saturday night uh, Brock Lesnar is going out to face Daniel Cormier in the main event of uh, UFC two six something or another, uh, pulling in you know all the pay-per-view buy rates because in in the age of pay-per-view dying brock lesnar is one of the few draws that can still uh ring the cash register so to speak when it comes to pay-per-view so he's coming down the ring to face dc and there he comes with the universal title either around his waist or on his shoulder and he's announced by uh not michael buffer
1: the other the other buffer
0: Yeah, uh, Little Buffer. Little Buffer. That's what we're going to call him. Uh, Bruce Buffer. There we go. Circle gets the square. Bruce Buffer announces him as the WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. Like, there has to be some money built into that. So I could very easily see it where, for whatever reason, Vince McMahon decides yet again, no, we're not going to pull the trigger on Roman and we're not going to put him over. We're going to keep going with Brock because he can then go over to UFC and get us some of that mainstream money. It's like I could very easily see that playing out. I really hope it doesn't because much like you, I've already made my peace with <laughs> the eventual Roman Reigns uh, uh, mighty conqueror that we're going to get, or at least we think we're going to get. Because, I mean, if you go back and listen to our WrestleMania uh, show, we talked about how Roman was finally going to, beat Brock Lesnar, uh, we talked in between uh, you and me personally, not in a podcast, uh, we talked personally between WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble, or Greatest Royal Rumble, excuse me. Okay, clearly this has to be where they get the title off of Brock and put it on Roman. And every time we thought that this was the time, Brock keeps winning. So yeah. you know what? I could very easily see the situation where Brock Lesnar continues to roll. Yeah. And he continues to hold on to that universal title and takes it, it to see. And I mean, it's like, like I, I, it could very easily happen. And it's like it might help the bottom line for the WWE, but I think that would be terrible for uh, for creative yeah. at least.
1: Well, and I do want to say, technically Roman did win
0: at the Crazy Royal Rumble, but you know. <laughs> yes, technically he did, but, you know, I mean, uh, rules in wrestling only apply when they really <laughs> need to. I mean, like, like if we really want to be a stickler for the rules, uh, Brock Lesnar should have been stripped of uh, his title 30 days after he got it because, you know, champions are supposed to take their right. titles every 30 days. <laughs> I mean, come on. we got to keep it kayfabe. Yeah, you,
1: well... It, yeah, rules only apply when they're convenient in, in the world of wrestling. But uh,
0: exactly, yeah, yeah, for for storyline purposes. All right. Uh, uh, before we move on for, uh off of Roman and uh, Brock, shout out to Paul Heyman. Yeah. Like like this past this past Monday, Paul Heyman with a performance of a lifetime. Like that might be the best promo I've ever seen from Paul Heyman, and that's saying.
1: So I think you have to put it up there. Now you've got. Uh, you know, Lawrence Olivier, you've got Marlon Brando, and then you put Paul <laughs> Heyman right there. beside. Because my goodness, what a show he put on. That man, I don't know what kind of pain he was summoning from his past, um, I, but but good Lord, he, he brought the tears. His eyes looked so red. I don't know, maybe he just poured hot sauce in his eyes before, that, before the interview, because...
0: Yeah, dude, like, seriously, looked like he'd been up for like thirty six hours, just crying and like and like nursing a bottle of whiskey <laughs> and listening to like uh, uh, the sound of right. silence on repeat. Right. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like he's seen some stuff here recently. Maybe
1: he'd been maced or something.
0: <laughs> That's a
1: possibility. Because good grief, but that was that was quite a performance. I, I took my hat off to him. Uh, with a person with a theater background, myself. And just thought
0: no no a theater
1: i am a man of
0: the theater and exactly you spell it with an r-e not an (laughs) e-r because you're classy that's right
1: um but i i never pulled off a motion like that on stage or on camera so nice job paul heyman that was that was something (laughs)
0: Yeah, and uh, it's interesting within that interview, uh, Renee Young asked him, so uh, if you are moving on from Brock Lesnar, are there any other clients that you would be interested in uh, lending your services to? I think that would be a very interesting Mm -hmm. question to uh, circle back to on our next episode right before SummerSlam because – it could be a very real possibility of Brock Lesnar going away, but Paul Heyman is still going to be under contract with the WWE. And I mean, what's Paul Heyman could just go to the house and write out his contract, but I mean, what's not to say he doesn't get stuck with, you know, Ronda Rousey or Roman Reigns <laughs> or somebody else like that, but 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 we'll circle back around to that next week. But but yeah, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Paul Heyman and his performance because that was just an amazing yeah, promo. Yeah, like it like was. like I like like. Can we go ahead and lock it up like promo
1: of the <laughs> yeah, year? On I think Raw? so. I think so. I don't know. That'd be tough to beat. But I wanted to say while we were talking about um, whether or not Brock Lesnar would ride off into the UFC sunset if he was to lose Roman Reigns, I was going to reference this and just say this is the piece that makes me feel like well maybe it's still a possibility because they're starting to create this separation with uh, with Brock and and Paul Heyman. So I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I think he's hanging around, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, like, and and damn it, cre- you have to give it to creative. Uh, people can be negative on them all they want, but here we are talking about, well, you know, maybe maybe this is the time that Brock's going to lose. No, no, this is definitely <laughs> the time that Brock's going to sign on and hang around yeah. for, for you know, another six months. It's like, as, as much as people bitch and complain about it, we literally have no idea what's going to who, who has so held good on you creative. who has held
1: the universal title the longest who has that t- uh record oh, okay brock that's Lesner. what i thought so
0: like like brock lesnar has held uh, um recently broke cm punk's uh record for the longest reigning uh wwe champion in quote unquote modern okay era, so,
1: so he's so. just from here on he's just adding to that streak um Okay.
0: Yes, yes, yes. He is. He is just uh, building, uh, building numbers on the odometer.
1: Okay. So All right. To speak. Cool. Asked and answered. Move along.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, we move from uh, one uh, record holder to uh, somebody who has held several records in the past. Uh, some not so good. Uh, it is the return to the WWE Hall of Fame of Hulk Hogan.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's back, reinstated after three years. WWE, Vince McMahon. They felt like he had paid his dues, that he had done enough work um, to show his remorse, and started to do some community service type work to kind of, you know, demonstrate goodwill and and the fact that, you know, he he even said in an interview that he wanted his actions to speak louder than a few misspoken words. Um, So, so he's back, and now it's up to us whether or not we feel comfortable with this
0: yeah and uh a lot of wwe superstars most specifically titus o'neil and the members of the new day they have very poignant uh statements on social media about hulk hogan and his reintroduction into the wwe universe and uh i'll paraphrase what they said they said they're all for forgiveness, but, but the way it's being framed, they're not exactly for. I highly suggest that you go check out what they did say because, like I said, uh, my paraphrasing cannot do uh, what they said justice. Um, but uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up is obviously it's a very big story because, I mean, let's just be frank. You can't have a WWE... Hall of Fame without Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I mean, Hulk Hogan is synonymous with professional wrestling around the world. I mean, you could you could talk to somebody in uh, Uzbekistan who knows vaguely about professional wrestling, but if you say Hulk Hogan, they know who Hulk Hogan oh, yeah. is. I mean, that is that that is the type of appeal and iconic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but no, I know exactly what you're saying. That's the that's the weight that he carries with him that's you know that's the he is just like you said he's synonymous with professional wrestling he's synonymous with superstar i mean Mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of times about how nowadays there are so many things that can split people's attention that there's a lot of things that are popular but will there for example will there ever be a band who's so Universally accepted as a band like the Beatles was. Like everybody loved the Beatles. Everybody loved Elvis, you know. And then, and then you've got in in different sports.
0: Everybody loves uh, uh, Stitch's well Yeah, King.
1: everybody loves Stitch's Gravescapes. But you know, and then when you look at the WWE, I, I mean, I know I couldn't say it was unanimous, but he, Hulk Hogan, probably to this day was the biggest star that the wwe has ever had i mean you could throw some other names oh, out easy
0: there, but. i mean like 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 throw all the names you want out there you can throw stone cold steve austin you can throw the, uh, the rock i mean like maybe if you want to include dwayne johnson's career and with the rock maybe then we can have a real conversation but if we're talking strictly professional yeah. wrestling like i mean you can throw john cena hell you can throw rick flair in there like 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 you can throw some of the old school legends in there and None of them match Hogan's impact yeah. professional wrestling. And I know
1: you and I both, growing up, uh, as as little Hulkamaniacs,
0: oh, we, yes, yes. Hulkamaniacs we were
1: big, big Hulk fans. And so, I wanted to ask...
0: Definitely said my vitamins. <laughs> yes, uh, said or, your... uh, took my vitamins, said my prayers, and uh, and uh, other stuff, so I could get 25-inch <laughs> pythons, <laughs> Right, brother. exactly.
1: Um, so... Yeah. When the video broke, the news came out, um, and we heard Hulk use the forbidden words, um, mm. how did you take it?
0: Um, I took it poorly, uh, if I'm being completely honest. And I know some people are going to say, oh, well, this video was taken in private. He didn't know he was uh, being recorded. I don't know if that ne- mm, makes it nope. better, necessarily. Nope. <laughs> like, like in all honesty, that might make yeah, it a whole lot yeah. worse. And you have to remember, this is the same Hulk Hogan in this video that said, and I quote, and I quote, I guess we're all a little racist. Mm-hmm. Which, can I just throw my hand up and say no? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not all a little racist, but that's besides the point. It's like, when, when I saw this video... I had multiple Hulk Hogan memorabilia proudly displayed in my office at the job I was working at the time. As soon as I saw that video, I put every one of those pop vinyls, every one of those action figures that I had, every one of them in a desk and they haven't seen the light of day except when I had to clean my stuff out. I have multiple Hulk Hogan t-shirts. That, like, like I would not even think about wearing right. them now. Even, even now that he's come back and he's issued his apology, it's like no. It's like I do not want to proudly uh, advertise the fact that I'm a Hulkamaniac anymore, and that's that's just a damn bummer. It. And also, it's disappointing what he said. Exactly,
1: all of it. All of it is. Um, it's it's like, you know, g- growing up in the South. Okay, we have, we have. Relatives who are of the older generation who say things that are very disappointing from time to time, um, you know, and and then people say, well, you know, they grew up in a different time, and and the thing is, it still hurts my feelings. It makes me sad. I I don't want to hear someone I love say something ignorant or, you
0: know, I have actually gotten into it with a late uh, grandfather yeah. about this. Uh, like like he would say just really racist ignorant stuff and and i would say something about it and everyone's was like oh well you know he grew yeah. up at a different time and and you know it used to be okay and i'd be like it's no it's, no, it's never been I, okay i i don't give a shit if, if if it was quote okay at one point it's not okay yeah. now and i'm gonna call you it yeah. and and I, I threatened to throw Thanksgiving at my at my papa one time. <laughs> so, you know what? But you know what? I stood up for, any, for, for equality. Yeah, well, so, you
1: know, you know a- there you go. But <laughs> but I was going to compare that to this situation and just say, we're, you're always going to have that place in your nostalgia, in your childhood, where you, you have this love of the icon that was Hulk Hogan. But it's never going to be what it was. Um, you know, you, sometimes I... Sometimes I think of that quote, and I, and I don't know—I can't even remember what movie it's from. But uh, um, oh, it, it's from *The Dark Knight* actually, um, one of my favorite movies of all time. Where he says, "You either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain." Um, and I think about that sometimes with our icons that we grew up with, because all too often, um, time—especially
0: this day—yeah, day time is not kind
1: like. to. To those people that we held in high regard when we were younger, and so it's unfortunate. But like you said, like I, I don't think I would ever feel comfortable just walking around in a Hulk shirt because if somebody called me on it, it would be like, "Yeah, you're right. He said some stuff that I can't stand behind, and I'm not cool with that." So, um, love you, Hulk. Um, you know, glad glad you got back into the, the Hall of Fame, but there's always going to be an asterisk beside your name now
0: yeah like 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 maybe sit the rest of time out <laughs> right like like right. It, like like you definitely have a place in terms of wrestling history but but his place in wrestling in 2018 I mean like I have to openly question what his purpose is I mean <clears throat> SummerSlam's around the corner it's not out of the question that WWE's gonna uh, gonna wheel him out in front. Excuse me, not wheel him out like he's some some <laughs> decrepit uh, bling blong. Uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna have him out there in uh, in front of the crowd in uh, you know the New Jersey uh, New York area. I mean Hogan's big up there. He has tons of history up there. What's not to say that's not where they're gonna reintroduce him? But at the same time, you have to ask yourself, what is Hulk Hogan's place in the current landscape of professional wrestling? Uh, And and that even goes into another story. There is a rumor that uh, he is going to be getting the band back together, so to speak. Uh, At a recent trade show in Cleveland, he told a crowd, particularly people wearing NWO shirts, that, quote, a big announcement was coming and to remember the date, October 27th. From that point, his website, which I believe is like Hulk Hogan.com or something, like you can Google it, figure it out. Like like you figured out how to download my podcast, you can find Hulk Hogan's website. Uh, There's a countdown clock on that website in black and white scheme that, you know, does give a tip in the cap to the nwo uh scheme so to speak and there has been rumors that wwe might be doing something of a reunion with holland nash so i guess jay this is another similar question to what i was just asking about hogan this is an nwo reunion in 2018 do anything for you
1: I, I think the idea is fun um it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like seeing you know uh, bill and ted are going to have another movie yeah yeah okay that's going to be fun but uh do i Are th-
0: the rolling stones yeah, coming back yeah
1: out? um or dumb and dumber right or you know <laughs> Oh,
0: so, hey, sorry no, that no, was no. the one we, without we, yeah Carrey. we yeah yeah we actually saw how that one played out no i meant dumb that.
1: and dumber two sorry um and uh <laughs> and it was not you know you can never go home again this, this would be one of those things where you know, they they can trot them out in their NWO shirts, and we can play you know play the promos, the you know play the sell, sell some sell T-shirts, some t-shirt, play the music. It, it doesn't need to be any kind of story or anything. Just like, a, hey guys, remember how fun this was? All right, now you kids go have fun. You know that's.
0: <laughs> well, and it's interesting, especially uh, the date that Hogan was teasing. October 27th. That's a Saturday, uh, the day after, and it's something we're going to get to like in, you know, mere minutes. October 28th, it's the very first ever uh, WWE All Women's pay per view event, Evolution. So you have to ask yourself if WWE is doing something with the NWO, why are they doing it? not even 24 hours before evolution because you would have to imagine that the nwo in theory could steal some of the thunder yeah. and build up WWE wwe's trying to get from yeah
1: evolution. unless part of the announcement is they're kicking off a women's nwo yeah
0: oh my god
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> stephanie McMahon's the yeah. head of the women's nwo right. the new women's yeah. order you heard it here first yeah. New, 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 new world
1: order. <laughs> It could happen. Maybe that's part of it. And then they, you know.
0: I mean, you know what? A- nothing is outside the realm of possibility at this point. I mean, like, like we're living in a reality where Chris Jericho is still under WWE contract is the current IWGP intercontinental champion. And Oh, by the way, is putting together a rock and roll and wrestling cruise where he is going to fight, uh, the best of the independent scene in international water. Professional wrestling in 2018 is a fun place to be.
1: We're living the dream. Exactly. And I looked up the Hulk Hogan website and it is Hulk Hogan.com for those of you who need it and right there on the s-
0: damn it i was going to register it if it was oh wasn't. sorry uh,
1: right there on the splash page something big is coming and it's going to be two sweet brother dash hollywood hh so even
0: which of course is how he hollywood yeah
1: also, that's he even signed it that way so and at this point <laughs> as of this recording let's let's officially time stamp it we're, we're 79 days 1 hour 52 minutes and 54 53 52 seconds of-
0: and as we're recording this right now on ESPN, the Atlanta Braves lead the Washington Nationals <laughs> 8-3. to In the bottom of the ninth, uh, there is three balls, one strike. There we go. We're going to timestamp the fuck out of this. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so we uh, did tease it uh, seconds ago, so let's get into it. This is what I really wanted to talk to you about, Jay, because uh, – this is something that you kind of teased in our last episode, and lo and behold, it came to fruition. So I'm going to get out of the way and let you talk about the uh, newly announced first-ever WWE all-women's pay-per-view event, Evolution.
1: Oh, I'm so excited. I This is something that I—well, first of all, I have two point of views on it. One is I think it's well-deserved. I think the women have earned it. Obviously, I am a huge champion of the women's division. <laughs> that's probably the wrong word to use. I don't hold a belt, but I'm a big proponent of the women's <laughs> division of WWE. I think they have a lot of talent. There we go. I think that they have a lot of great storylines, uh, a lot of cool personalities, and I think that's where all the fun is happening right now in WWE.
0: Like, if if, y- if y'all have been listening to us since like our WrestleMania show, if you if you remember, you were advocating that they get the main event spot at Mania this yeah,
1: year. Yeah, I was really pushing for it. I felt like they should have. And, and I hope that this is not something that takes the women having a main event at some point out of the question. Um, I I hope that this is something that's really kind of making up more for the fact that women couldn't participate in the greatest Royal Rumble when it was in Saudi Arabia. And, and so since they were totally... Eliminated from being able to to show up and, and have their moment at the biggest event quote unquote in WWE history um, I, I Feel like this is kind of payback for them to say all right now you get the spotlight and the men have to sit it out Which is a little bit why when you said That it kind of feels like this whatever this announcement is that's happening on the 27th of october is stealing some of the thunder. I I kind of agree with that. I think it's a little bit lame, but I hope it ties somehow into the women's event, and that's why they're doing it this way. Um, but I do think they deserve it. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see. You know, they they talked about when the announcement was made. They're going to be bringing women in. You know, the legends are coming in. Yeah, you know, that is super. It's exciting. it's going to be women from from all out all throughout WWE. History and past, present, yeah, exactly. Next is going to get represented for sure. And I, next, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, I, this is something that I'm very excited about. But again, I do think that they have done enough and they've earned the right to main event a a major pay per view. And I hope that that happens soon. But this is, this is a nice um, appetizer for that. happen at some point in the near future i would say so i'm very excited yes
0: yeah absolutely everything uh you just said i'm gonna echo uh especially going back to what you said how they're inviting back legends from the past like uh, especially for the era that we grew up on it's like trish stratus is is a goddess i mean she might as well be wonder woman uh (laughs) Incarnate. I mean, uh, no, no slight to Gal Gadot. Uh, you're you're doing okay, <laughs> Gal. Uh, <laughs> understatement of the year. But uh, but but it's like the possibility of seeing Trish Stratus back in the ring sounds awesome. Like seeing Lita, the possibility of Lita heading back in the ring. It's like. Just off the top of my head, like I would love to see like Beth Phoenix, the Glamazon, who by the way is on uh, the commentating team for the May Young Classic on the WWE Network. I think that's cool. Uh, newly minted Hall of Famer, the Glamazon yeah. Beth Phoenix. I would love to see her get in the ring and mix it up with uh, somebody like uh, Nia Jax. Oh, yeah. Like 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 power on power. I'd love to see. I'd love to see that matchup. So like. Stuff like that, I think, is super exciting uh, for Evolution. And another aspect I think is really cool, and it's a rumor that has been percolating since uh, WrestleMania, but has seemed to gain some traction here recently. It's the rumor that the WWE is going to implement a women's tag team championship.
1: Yeah, that's exciting, too. So those both were the rumors uh, the last time we recorded. Those were the two big rumors that we kind of teased uh, that that news might be coming out sooner and it looks like well we've got confirmation one of them absolutely is happening and the other i i feel like there's a lot of smoke and now we're just waiting for the actual fire to break out but yeah they're, they're definitely we i i think we're a week two weeks out from hearing the big announcement that there is maybe even maybe it'll be a summer slam event um to, to have the women's Tag team championship, the first ever women's tag team championship match at SummerSlam. That'd be cool.
0: I mean, it definitely does feel like, uh, like you said, uh, there's smoke, and you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. It definitely feels like that in this aspect, because, like I said earlier, there's been this rumor even going back as far as Mania this year. And heck, I mean, go back to the booking here recently. You uh, look on the Raw side; Sasha Banks and Bailey are inexplicably best friends <laughs> yeah. again. Well, they and, went and, through therapy. And oh yeah, yeah, they they went through you know what two weeks of therapy, uh, so that uh, that heals everything uh they're a tag team with the really terrible name of the hug and boss connection uh yeah uh, that 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 that, that's 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 pretty bad (laughs) let's just be honest but uh but uh but on on the raw side you have that aspect and they've been uh dealing with the uh, riot squad a you know uh tag team-esque element and then on the smackdown side Ironically enough, this week you have tea time. You have Becky Lynch and the returning Charlotte uh, Flair taking on the iconics in Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay. So we're getting a lot of a tag team uh, action going on in the women's division. And on top of that, on uh, Sasha Banks's Instagram, she released a picture of her and Bayley uh, celebrating their uh, matching ring attire because they're a tag team with a less than good name we'll just say and in, in the quote they say the uh, boss and hug connection is ready to dominate the women's tag team division now am I just reading too much into that that she's acknowledging that you know they're competing as a tag team now or the fact that she's like saying the women's tag team division and if there's a vision you would think there's a championship
1: yeah, right? I think so I, I think that's acknowledgement that they're that if you've got an official division, I think you have to have a title. So, I, it while no one has come out and confirmed it yet, uh, I just think that they're just waiting for the right time to do it. And yeah, I, I do think that that Instagram is maybe a calculated tease uh, for people like me who are clamoring for the women to get more and more and more <laughs> of their
0: due. Well, uh, what is uh, what is the phrase I see so much online? Uh, they're floating the idea with that Instagram. Yeah,
1: post. that's right. Trying to test the waters, seeing how it mm-hmm. takes.
0: There we go. Mm-hmm. Which which by the way, WWE, if you're listening, we're very pro uh, women's tag team champions. That's right. So come on, come in, because I mean, think about it. It's like I, I already mentioned uh, Sasha and Bailey on Raw, Becky and Charlotte on SmackDown. Not to mention on SmackDown, you have the Iconics on Raw. You have the. Uh, the riot squad uh not to mention in nxt you have the uh the mma four horse women so i mean it's like it really feels like the division has enough talent that it can that it can you know support a tag team division mm-hmm. so like like this could be very exciting
1: yeah i agree i'm i'm fired up about it and um now the question i have is and I guess, the, I guess it probably would start out this way. It would just be one tag title and it would go back and forth between Raw and SmackDown, I imagine.
0: That would be yeah. my understanding. Even though I did just say they have the talent to support a tag team division the wwe as a whole has the pool to support that not not both the individual rosters of raw and smackdown so i would imagine that would be a championship that floats back and forth between shows but i mean we haven't seen anything like that in this iteration of the brand split so you know who knows
1: well i think it's um just another step in the right direction and i'm really excited Mm -hmm. for it
0: yeah i'm i'm very excited for Evolution. I'm super excited for the prospect of uh, the tag team championships coming to the women's division. Though it's like, I think, I think, uh, especially on the championship one, I think this might be more of a slow burn thing. Like, like, I think, I think it might culminate at Evolution mm, itself, yeah. the the crowning of the women's tag team champions. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's. You could be right about that. That that seems. I guess October is not as far off as it feels. That's just a couple months away. It really? is not
0: I mean like 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 we're we're almost halfway through August. I mean like like before you blink. I mean like the SummerSlam's going to be in the rearview mirror and Tennessee's going to be one and oh god!
1: <laughs> oh the pain you just caused me.
0: <laughs> uh oh! I need another beer. Hold on. <laughs>
1: Woo! I'm not ready for that kind but, uh, of yeah. Truth I, yet. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. Uh, but but while we're uh, keeping a uh, spotlight on East Tennessee, shout out to my buddy Glenn, now the uh, mayor of Knox County, Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane. Yeah,
1: I think we should just call him the mayor of this podcast.
0: The I like that. How about this? The official mayor of Newport <laughs> yeah, Radio. There you
1: go. I think he'd sign off on it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, he can uh, definitely go ahead and put that at the top of his uh, resume. <laughs> Business any, card. like... Yeah. Um, uh, any re-elections? Well, well, we'll we'll need to double check and see if we align politically before you know. I'm going to give him the No, no. Glenn's a great guy. Uh, congratulations on his victory, uh, and uh, Knox County is in good hands. Uh, before we get out of here, Jay, uh, former Vacation Boy, anything you want to lay on the lovely listeners?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I
0: think um,
1: you know I'm like I said, I'm I'm ready for SummerSlam. Uh, to get here um, I'm excited to see what happens with Brock with Roman you know and and maybe maybe my whole opinion of Roman is gonna change when he's holding that universal title or maybe he won't win it and Brock's gonna continue his reign for the next hundred years um, <laughs> only punks <Punxsutawney laughs> Phil can know the truth and he won't be coming out till November so um no. When did they bring him out? February.
0: <laughs> February. <laughs> you know, when's February. Groundhog's Day? And, 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 <laughs> uh, sometime in July, okay. I think. And for clarification, you said Puckettani Phil, not CM Phil. Oh,
1: sorry. Phil. You're right. <laughs> that, I should, I should have, I should have landed that better. But, um, but no, that's about it. And uh, Landon, appreciate you having me on as always, and um, look forward to doing this again real soon.
0: Hey, uh, fun as always. We will be joining you before uh, SummerSlam happens, so I guess, hell, that'll be next week. Look at that, Jay. We're, we're going to have to crank out another one here shortly. Uh, but be sure to follow my buddy Jay at the TheCroots on Twitter. Uh, he also has a fantastic podcast. Uh, if you're a fan of Disney World and, uh, you know, amusement parks about disney uh, that is monday morning monorail jay uh tell them where they can find you on twitter because i know i'm gonna mess it up it's
1: at morning monorail and i wouldn't blame you for messing it up because i had to re-record my outro for that show several times <laughs> because i kept saying the wrong thing but yeah it's at morning monorail and we're on all the social medias you can find us if you enjoy the theme park world and especially those that are you know, started by a mouse, then you're going to enjoy that podcast. So join us over there.
0: Yep, I'm a big fan of that uh, show, partially because I am also that show. Uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com/landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z, Notice you can find the latest musings from me, 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmunchips.com, buttmunch Sit on your
1: butt and munch.
0: That's where you can find uh, the exclusively posted, at least for now, Game of Thrones talk, A.K.A. Got talk, where myself and Hunter East break down uh, HBO's award-winning series Game of Thrones. We have no idea when it's coming back, and neither do you. So don't <laughs> lie to yourself and get all indignant and ask why we haven't recorded a new podcast. Jesus, I know we want to, but but, but we don't have anything to talk about. Look, sorry, I didn't mean to get so hostile. <laughs> Calm down, but, you know. Yeah, like like like. It, you should see my mentions on Twitter, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but yes, that is where you'll find uh, Game of Thrones talk whenever it comes back. But in the meantime, uh, you have this, and it's Nearfall Radio, baby. And uh, I said we would work on an outro between uh, when we signed off last time and this time. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm a liar. So, good night.